Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we focus on metals, mining, and more. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Our featured issuer is establishing itself to become one of the world's leading graphite producers. I'm speaking of DNI Metals, trading on the CSE, symbol DNI, and on the OTC, symbol DMNKF. Joining us for a conversation is the executive chairman of DNI Metals, Mr. Dan Weir. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Good morning, Maurice. Before we begin, allow me to convey to our listeners that DNI Metals is a sponsor of Proven Improbable and that we are proud shareholders of DNI Metals for the virtues we will convey in today's message. And also, we want to thank Bob Moriarty, the founder of 321 Gold, that introduced us to this unique value proposition of DNI Metals. And I have to say that Bob has been spot on. DNI Metals has more than doubled since our first interview in May of this year, and I am of the opinion that this trend is just beginning to go even further. Uh, Dan, you and I are returning from Madagascar, where we visited your flagship project, Voight Sierra, and we have a number of catalysts occurring simultaneously that are demonstrating DNI's commitment to increase shareholder value. Let's get current and prospective shareholders up to date, beginning with the second drilling rig. So Maurice, uh, just to clarify, we went to both properties in Madagascar, uh, the original project called the Voitsera project and the second project, which is called the Marafuti project. Um, I think you probably enjoyed seeing both of those, but let's start talking about uh, the second drill rig that we brought in. Uh, initially on the first project, Voitsera, uh, most of the drilling has all been done with a air core rig or an RC rig. RC stands for reverse circulation. And what they do in that case is, is they have a drill pipe that has basically two pipes within it. Uh, there, is, there is one hole like that, and then there's another hole uh, or another pipe on the inside of that. On the, in between the two pipes, you pipe, pump down air at very high pressure, it can be up to 200 uh, PSI. It hits the bottom where it's, it's hitting the surface that it's drilling and it breaks up the material and it comes back up um, at, at very high pressure or back up the center tube bringing all the material that it's broken up with it because all that compressed air isn't going to sit down under the ground it's got it has to go somewhere so it comes flying up the tube you catch it in a container at, at the surface um, uh, all the material and the high pressure air then is exhausted uh, basically uh, up the top uh, of the container where you catch all the material. Um, the new drill is what you call a diamond core rig and it's just like traditional drilling where you go down underground with a pipe, you push it down under the ground, it drills, it, it, it basically picks up in this case, we pick up uh, about a half a meter at a time, and then you bring it up to the surface uh, in the shape of a core. Uh, I think, uh, Maurice, you have some pictures that you can add uh, and show people of that core and, and how that comes up. The importance of having a diamond core rig is, is that it does not break up the flake. Um, it's very important in a graphite deposit to, to show people um, the flake size distribution on your uh, on your property. In previous interviews, we have shown uh, a chart that shows all the different sizes that you can get from a property. 
And in this case, we're very lucky that we have a, a high percentage of it being large and jumbo uh, um, flake. What I'm seeing through our wholesale business right now is there's a huge demand in the world for plus 80, plus 50, plus 20, uh, plus 30 uh, mesh sizes um, because they um, are there's not a lot of it in the world. And right now, China's not exporting a lot of it. So there's huge demand for the large flake. So as we complete our preliminary economic assessment, um, if we can show the higher percentage of the larger flake, we can also show uh, that there's greater value to our project. And speaking of that, uh, the value, will the second rig, uh, rig, I'm sorry, will it allow us to go from inferred to indicated? Yeah, we're not 100% sure on that. Remember that there is uh, third party groups that will be signing off on, on both the resource studies and the PEA. Um, at this point, they've indicated that if you just use the Air Corps rig or RC rig, that you would only get inferred resources. Uh, having this second rig here and being able to um, to show the flake size distribution, also get competent core uh, out of the project um, that we can get measured and indicated. Again, that will lead to greater value for our shareholders um, and give a higher value to the to the project. And speaking of greater value to the shareholders, let's talk about the second press release here. We have a pilot plant. Yeah, our property, there. there's a lot of graphite on the property. And people ask me, well, how big is your resource going to be on the property? Um, you know, we have 63 square kilometers on the first property, another uh, 40 square kilometers. So we have well over 100 square kilometers uh, of land uh, between the two properties. There's graphite zones all through there. There'll be multiple graphite zones that we haven't even found yet throughout the property, both properties, I should say that. The resource. So the big question is, and everybody asks me this, what is going to be your resource size? Well, my answer to that is, is how much drilling do you want me to do compared to how big a resource? There's lots of graphite through all of these. Our initial goal is to get a decent sized resource so that uh, so that um, it, it is makes it worthwhile um, to put it into production. So. The reason why we're bringing in and doing a pilot plant now is the fact that we have drilled 41 air core holes and we drilled uh, three or four uh, diamond core holes already. And the point here is we know there's lots of graphite there. We know that um, uh, that the resource study, the resource uh, report and the PEA um, again, I have to be careful what I say, but at this point, it looks like they will be very, very positive. So by bringing in a modular plant right now where we can start doing a lot of the testing that will lead to full production. And remember, I want to be in production in 2018. That's how fast that we can get there. The modular plant allows me to do that, allows me to get samples because the key to any one of these projects is being able to provide samples and get offtake. 
Um, I know that's going to lead up to your next question here in a minute is about offtake because we've signed a MOU for an offtake agreement. We'll get to that in a minute. But really, the key is you've got to be able to provide samples. And I'm not talking about a one kilogram sample. You've got to be able to provide a one ton sample. Then you've got to be able to provide 10 tons of samples. By us building a modular pilot plant that can do potentially up to 6,000 tons a year uh, of, of graphite production, um, it vaults us ahead of everybody. Remember, we're fully permitted and only 50 kilometers to a port. Um, so having all the permits in place where I can go and do all of this work now is very strategic and very advantage, uh, advantageous to us over anybody else. Now, Dan, how much will the plant cost? costs about a million dollars. Um, it will be built in four containers. We'll likely ship over five containers. We'll have a workshop in the and and some testing equipment in there to test the quality of, of the graphite in the, in the fifth container. So it, it's very modular. It can be moved around uh, to to wherever we want it on the first property. Uh, and we can test different zones in the first property as well. We'll be able to move it over to the second property and do all sorts of testing over there as well. So um, eventually when we build a full commercial plant, um, we can either keep this plant as it is and continue working with it and doing testing in different areas or put it into and use it for full production, or we could dismantle the pilot plant and use parts from it in the in the full-on production plant. We'll, we'll have to see at that point in time. But it gives us um, uh, a lot of different opportunities uh, that we can use this. All right, Dan, you alluded to offtake. Talk to us about the MOU. So we've signed a MOU with a Australian um, and, and Korean groups. The Australian company is a public company. It's called Peninsula Metals. Peninsula is focused on Korea. Again, it's an Australian listed company, public company. All of their assets are in Korea. They have um, um, copper, uh, zinc, um, uh, uh, all sorts of other assets, including um, three graphite assets. They have contacts and work very closely with a number of different groups in Korea. In fact, on some of their base metal projects, they have Corez. Corez is the is the mining resource uh, company of uh, government owned of uh, Korea. Um, what what's really interesting about Korea is 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 getting into Korea um, and being able to work with people in Korea is very advantageous. You know, some of the biggest battery manufacturers in the world, you know, LG Chem, Samsung. Um, are in Korea. The demand for graphite in Korea is huge. Initially, um, uh, Peninsula has a deal with a company called uh, Korea, Graphene Korea. Graphene Korea is currently building a expandable graphite plant and they need 20,000 tons of material every single year. Uh, meaning they need uh, to feed that plant, they need 20,000 tons of graphite, large flake graphite, because they're using it to produce expandable graphite, which would be used in foils um, and can be used in uh, uh, things like uh, gaskets. It can also be used, every cell phone has a foil, uh, has a graphite foil in there that is in, in between your battery 
and the electronic parts of your phone. Uh, they have indicated that the initial plant that they've built is for 20,000 tons and their game plan over the next number of years is to ramp that up to over 100,000 tons. So again, the demand is there and they need large flake graphite to supply that. The great thing is, is in Madagascar, as we mentioned earlier, is we have a larger percentage of large flake graphite being in the saprolite uh, hosted material. It does also a lot lower cost than most people in the world and being permitted in 50 kilometers to a port is also very strategic and very advantageous for us. You know, Dan, I have to congratulate you on a job well done. I'm biased, but as a shareholder, this is the type of resolve and dedication that I applaud and gives me confidence uh, to procure more shares. And for our listeners, we are actively doing that this week. We are out uh, purchasing more shares of DNI Metals. Now, Dan, we've covered the good. What keeps you up at night that we don't know about? Working in Africa always has its challenges. Well, I guess working anywhere in the world always has its challenges. Uh, when you're working on a mining project in North America, you have uh, a lot of environmentalists, you have First Nations groups to deal with. In Africa, um, you know, it, it, when, you're, when you're working there, things tend to move at a lot slower pace than I like to see. You know, I started my career in in this in the stock market, working on an institutional trading desk, where things happen in microseconds, decisions, and the speed of everything else. It doesn't happen that way in Africa, so that that tends to bother me uh, and how slow things can move. Um, so it, we're working through that and, and making that happen. Um, other than that, no. Uh, you know, Maurice, we've. We've worked our butts off to get uh, this far, and we will continue to work as hard as we can to make this very successful. And I think 2018, well, I think 2017 is, has been very exciting and will continue to be exciting. I'm looking forward to 2018, where we can um, be uh, potentially in full commercial production. So if, if everything works well, and, and I think it will, um, we will get to that point. Now, Dan, before we close, what did I forget to ask? Well, Maurice, uh, I don't know. I think you've covered it very well. Um, and, and just for for listeners, Maurice and I were in Madagascar last week last week with a uh, bunch of other investors and potential investors. Um, uh, it is coming along. He saw the second drill rig turning away and pulling out the core. Um, it's very exciting there, and Maurice, I think you've enjoyed going to Madagascar, and, and hopefully you can come back again soon. Well, it's always a pleasure, and things are moving, I should say, very expeditiously. Uh, you're looking at the roads from May to uh, August. It's, it's just everything's moving fast. We have the drill. We have the offtakes. Uh, Dan, you're doing a great job there. Dan, if investors want to get more information about DNI Metals, please share the contact information. Yes, you can get a hold of me anytime on my cell phone. It's 416-720-0754. The best way, though, is to send me an email, and, and I can respond to you. Uh, it's danweir at dnimetals.com. That's D-A-N-W-E-I-R at dnimetals.com. And uh, you can also find my information on our website at www.dnimetals.com 
And last but not least, please visit our website, www.provenandprobable.com, where we interview the most respected names in the natural resource space. You may reach us at contact at provenandprobable.com. Dan Weir of DNI Metals, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Maurice. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.